Welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking with singer-songwriter Vita Adam. Welcome to the studio. How are you doing? Oh, well, thanks, Matt. How are you going? Very good. Now, I've heard about you for years, and it's good to finally meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember looking at Easterfest at this main stage schedule of artists, and I saw this name, Vita Adam, and I thought, oh, I'd love to see what this chick's all about. So, uh, what was it like performing main stage at Easterfest? Oh, you know, that was a real buzz. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. And the Easterfest guys are so supportive. And every year I've been there, they've really championed me. And it's caused me to push myself yep. and bring a different show every year. And, you know, main stage, you can't beat it. It was an incredible experience. And was it Michael W. Smith, the headline artist that night? Yeah, I think so. I might have been first cab off the rank. But, hey, look, I'll take I'll take it. You supported Michael <laughs> W. Awesome. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. Now, for those who haven't seen uh, your live shows before, what kind of songs do you do? Do you obviously do originals? Do you do covers as well? Do you do worship? What kind of mix do you have in your live shows? Yeah, sure. I guess it depends on what context I'm in as well. Mm. But in general... Look, all of my songs are originals. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to write based on my life experience and what's on my heart. Uh, look, mm. if it's if it's a youth event or a festival, it's really high energy. Yep. Easterfest this year, I've got dancers, so it's going to be really high energy dancers. shows. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I've been rehearsing all week. It's, yeah. yeah it's I can bust cool. a move if you need someone to fill in, help out. Yeah, okay. Uh, you'll pray about that. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what style of music? You know, you don't, you don't want to be put into a box, I know, yep. but is it pop? Is it rock? Is yep. it, you know, worship? You know? Yeah, sure. It's definitely pop. Yep. Um, the pop with a lot of depth. So I've got Good. influences from R&B, rock, mm-hmm. hip hop, you know, and I like to think that this... This album and this new season that I'm in is very much showcasing the different yep. parts of my personality because there is the extrovert tomboy, there's the vulnerable girl, mm-hmm. there's the warrior world changer, you know, and I really <laughs> wanted to showcase all of those on one album and so I'm really proud. I'm really proud of it. Oh, very cool. Now, we always like to find out a bit of your journey, a bit of your story. So mm. whereabouts were you born and raised? Yeah, I was born in Jakarta, Indonesia. Mm-hmm. And when I was two, my family with my twin sister and my parents, we all migrated to, to Melbourne. Okay. And do you know Indonesian? Can you speak I can fluently? speak. I can. Look, it's a little bit of Jakarta slang. Yeah, yeah. saya masih bicara bahasa Indo. So it's a little bit messy, yeah. but I can do it. And what did you just say? I said I can still speak Indonesian. Oh, very cool. <laughs> Good, good, okay. Uh, now, tell us a bit about uh, your upbringing. Did you have a, a Christian foundation in your life? Yeah, I had a really solid Christian foundation, really blessed in that way. Um, my parents were church planters and had a real heart for the Indonesian students okay. that would come out studying as international students. So mm-hmm. they would church plant and I would be a part of that mm-hmm. and obviously grow up in that environment. And um, look, I think as the bold one in the family, I always probably wrestled with that a little bit as you do growing Mm -hmm. up when you're in that environment, you know, believing it because you are in it or believing it because you want to and that wrestle as a teenager. So it probably all came to a head Mm -hmm. when I was a teenager. Okay. And what about as a musician? Did you you sing as a kid? Were you thrown on the stage at a young age? I was always that 
that girl that loved to be center of attention. Didn't matter what context it was. So yep. I really had to pull my head in there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I've always loved music. It was yep. something that I grew up with. My dad is very musical. Mm-hmm. Um, we grew up learning the piano and the violin. So I had good, solid classical foundations. Mm-hmm. I could understand all of that and just a really eclectic appreciation yep. for music. It's always been a medium that speaks to me quite strongly. Was there a point when you can say, yep, that's when I became a Christian or was it just a gradual thing for you or you know, was there a time you were away from God for a long time? You know? Oh, look, I think the beauty and the great thing about growing up in that environment is that it's always there. Yeah. It's a strong foundation. Mm. So even in my teens and in my early 20s when it was a little bit rocky and I would push the boundaries, it's those small voices and the whispers of the foundation that were instilled as a young girl, Mm -hmm. they never leave you. And I'm so grateful for that, regardless of how much I used to try and rebel against it. I'm so very grateful for that. And what about a church community? Has that been an important part of your life? That is probably one of the most important. I've discovered, especially in my journey as an artist, that you know, we don't, we're not supposed to do this alone. We are created for a relationship and mm. community is so important. And um, I rely on my mentors, my life group, my friends, my family to march with me. You know, I love that vision of um, of the army marching around the walls of Jericho, you yeah. know, and when I need to march around my walls, it is so much easier when I've got people doing it with me. And they hold me up when I feel like I'm going to buckle at the knees. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Community is really important. So church has always been a big part of my life mm-hmm. and serving in a church as well as doing what I do outside of it, mm. I think just gives a really healthy perspective of what it means to serve and bring your talents and gifts and use it for God. Well, you're living by faith. You know, you travel around, you know, performing, singing, sharing, you know, at schools, uh, churches, you know, concerts, events, wherever, wherever you get along to. And they say that the best training for that is uh, serving in your local church. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because it gets your heart and your character right and, you, you yep. know, you, you focus on doing your best job in your church and then it prepares you for greater things. Now, uh, you've been quite uh, open on your website sharing a bit of your journey and your mm. testimonies and about how a lot of your journal entries yeah. uh, really helped you in your songwriting when yep. you were going through a bit of a tough time. Do you want yep. to share that with our listeners? Yeah, sure. It's it's funny when you discover your calling in life. It um, People assume that it's been there since you were a child and it absolutely was not the case for me. And in my mid-20s, I, got, I came out of a really broken relationship. I was very broken as, as a young girl and you know, I'm not ashamed to say that I went to counselling. I got a little bit of help yep. and being such an emotional person, I was encouraged to... Um, what am I trying to say, express that in healthy ways. Yeah, yeah. And one of those ways was journaling. So um, I started to write down my thoughts and they probably started with, I am angry because I'm angry because. And yeah. eventually I just started to let the words and the emotions flow. And because of my musical background, something inside me just decided to put myself down at the piano and I just started to write music and sing my songs. And being musically, classically trained, I could always sing in tune, but I never really had a solo voice. And I truly believe that in that moment, I feel like God switched on that that switch in my life. And when I heard myself sing, the first I actually recall myself thinking, oh, I sound different. I never used to be able to sing like that. So initially I used to sing these songs that I had written that were my journal entries to help me heal and express how I was feeling. And eventually when I was brave enough, I... um. I pulled aside one of my besties and I'm like, don't laugh at me. Don't cringe, but 
can I just share this song with you? This is what I've been doing. And she turned around and said, Vita, you've just expressed and sung what so many people try to say and they can't. And it was in that moment and in that season I thought, I wonder if God has popped me on this journey for this reason yeah. and he's given me this talent for this reason and what does it mean to take my hard stuff and the negative things and turn it into encouragement because when I was at New Hope, my worship pastor always, who was my mentor, always encouraged me to speak blessing no matter what, yeah. you know, and not vent it negatively and push it on people. And I thought, well, what does that look like in music? And so that was my beginnings of songwriting and experiment, experimenting with taking my hard stuff and seeing it as encouragement over people. And I noticed uh, on, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, a lot of your social media, you'll, you'll always sign off with be bold. Be positive. Change the world. Yeah. Tell us where that came from. Oh, you're going to get me passionate now. <laughs> this, is, this is where it starts cracking out. <laughs> Preach it, sister. Oh, yeah. I am so passionate about our young people, and I believe that every generation has a responsibility to walk alongside the next, and I believe that all kids deserve options. Um, and, look, especially young girls, because I, I have gone through brokenness as a girl, so I understand what girls go through, but... Young people in general, I think when you start to get a grasp of your sense of identity and self-worth and where that truly comes from, that's when you start to become bold and then you have the courage to overcome things. And when you start to overcome things by being positive, you start to become an overcomer and then you encourage other people to be overcomers as opposed to just overcoming situations and then when you understand that and it becomes the core of who you are you've got the power to then recognize that your voice even if you're one person has the power to change the world no matter what passion or what thing you want to push whether it be saving the whales or saving the trees or fighting against the evils of the world or fighting for poverty you know you actually have the power to do that because we're no longer in a generation where in a culture where a selective few are given a public platform to voice their opinion and make a difference because with social media and online everyone gets to choose how they use their social media tweets and their comments we, we choose our words and we can either encourage people or we can stir up ugly and get people to jump on the bandwagon you know so I'm really I'm really passionate about the power of words and I've understood the power of speaking and singing good things over our generation. I love that. Be bold, be positive, change the world. And it's actually on your latest album cover. It is. Uh, white horses and a beautiful white horse on the, on the album cover. Thank you, T- isn't she? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Her name is Evie. She's half Clydesdale. And when I when we wrote this song, um, it's based on Revelation 19. Oh, bring the it white, on. Oh, you know what? I just get so passionate because I, I, everything about this song I wanted to express and give people the vision of that of that final battle, you know, of the Lord coming on his white horse, his robe dipped in blood, all of heaven coming after him riding on white horses and going to that final victory, borderline cocky because we know how it's going to end. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's still a battle anyway. Yeah. We've still got to do it. And my, and my line in that, which is actually the tag, not part of the chorus, is can I join as another writer? Can I possibly be counted as another writer? 
And when we wrote that song, I envisioned, you know, the scenes of Gandalf and the army coming down in the Twin Towers, just going hard in that battle, and then Aslan and Narnia coming down oh, and yeah. forming together, and it's like, bang, let's go, you know, and I really wanted to capture that, which is why I went for that sort of look in that image. Oh, it's an inspirational uh, chapter in Revelation, that one. You know, he has fire in his eyes and oh, a sword in his hand. So He's riding the white horse all across the land. Come on, I want to be part of that. I do not want to miss out on that. Yeah, you know, one of my favorite preachers, uh, Pastor Greg Laurie, says that uh, when Jesus comes back on that horse, it's going to be called Air Horse One, uh, <laughs> not Air Force One. I thought that's quite clever. You can use that if you want. It's okay. not copyright. Yeah. yeah, no worries. Thanks. We'll hashtag that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, well, it's inspirational to hear uh, what the Lord's been doing in your life. And you've released a whole bunch of albums. And mm. uh, your latest album is out and about called White Horses. Uh, of course, it's on iTunes. People want to find out at the website. It's vitaadam.com, V-I-T-A-Adam.com. Uh, and did you ever get nicknames at school with a name like Vita? Did, hey, Vita Brits, how are you going? Vita Brits? Oh, and ask. these days people take photos of the vitamin shop Go Vita and they post it on my social media <laughs> as if I've never seen it before. Go Look Vita. what I saw today. I'm like, wow, that's, that's amazing. Never seen that before. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, well, it's good to have a laugh with you and hear your story. And I can even just see it on your face today, Vita. Your, your eyes are... Uh, filled up with tears because it's the most important thing in your life, is, yep. uh, knowing Jesus and telling others about the good news of Jesus. And uh, I really just think uh, it's a, a great testimony and a great uh, example to others about how passionate you are for Jesus. And you can hear it in your music, you can see it, uh, you can hear it in your voice uh, and see it when you perform as well. Uh, I reckon it's a, a blessing to have you in the studio. I reckon you're a history maker. Vita Adam, thanks Thank for joining you. us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Matt. Thank thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just go to historymakersradio.com. There you can download interviews, subscribe to the podcast, make a donation, find out about our YouTube channel, and maybe connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Just go to historymakersradio.com for more. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ through conversation to the nations of the world. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Matt Prater. Why don't you go and make history? History Makers.